Welcome to another episode of the For the Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us by us. We talk about the intersection of black culture and soccer. Got a two-man crew today. Got your boy Greg over here. Got coach in the building. What's good with you, man? It's good to see you, man. You know, sorry, we got a couple red cards, so we had to, you know, we got to pick up the slack. You know, it's interesting that teams usually play better sometimes when they throw a man down, so. We're <laughs> just going to park the bus, you know, and we're going to finish this thing on out. We're not gonna go. We're not gonna run out the field and go pee. <laughs> we're, not, we're not gonna do nothing like that. It might Daya, been- come back here. Come back here. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. I, either that would either he had to go number one or he did not wipe. That's all I gotta say. Dude, I, I'll tell you this. I mean, I've I've been in plenty of situations as a player, as a coach. You know, there's been plenty of times where it's number one. Dudes just go. You know, they'll they'll go on themselves, you know, and everything like that. But when it's number two, and it's those the yeah. bubble guts get you. <laughs> when bubble guts get you, hey, it's not a good time. I actually had, I won't release any names, but in a state championship game my junior year in high school, and we had this freshman on the team. Maybe that's even nailing down even more. <laughs> so he he actually was starting for us. He was playing well and everything. And then he got subbed out. And then at halftime, I think the game was tied one to one. And I go to the bench and I'm like, what's that smell? And they're like, mm. what's his name? Shitted on himself. <laughs> mm. And I'm like, mm. you're in the game? Yeah, so it. I'm just saying, Dyer probably had a, you know, it was a dire situation. Aha! <laughs> 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 but no, like, I, I've, I don't think I've ever seen that before, at least in, in a in a game like that with Spurs, Chelsea, Granny was the Carabao Cup. It had better been an EPL game. Like, that'd be, like, of course, it's already causing a big stink, uh, Oh. Good with, ah. But um, but yeah, like that's just wild, man. That's just wild. Like, like, and of course, I'm, I'm. It leaves me thinking, like, like, how would you go? Would you just like lay on the ground? Would you just like take a knee and just like, oh, okay, that feels better. <laughs> yeah, seen that done? Definitely have seen that done. Um, it, it's interesting though about you know Jose Mourinho was. I think before the game he was saying that you know for for Tottenham they got too mm. so much stuff going on that they're not really focused on this. It's funny how all managers say that, but come on, you're a professional and you competing at the highest level. You're an athlete and you're a coach. You want to win. Like, you're going to put your best foot forward. So when you run after your player because he's about to pee or shit on himself, yeah, yeah you serious about that. You you really want that, that hardware or that yeah, software. Oh, oh. What? No, like, it, it's, it's, it's so weird because, like, especially with Spurs because they haven't won a trophy in, like, I want to say it's been like a good 11 or 12 years. Uh, nobody cares. <laughs> and I was like, hey, we're going we to get some. We're getting yeah. some. <laughs> but, but, yeah, thank you guys for listening to the show this week. Of course, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, uh, iHeartRadio, I think. We're, we're trying to do Pandora, too. So, like, wherever there's a podcast, always look us up, FTC. UTD, and let's let's uh let's get into it. Of course, 
I gotta I gotta send my condolences to your fam back out in Germany because uh the merc the, the merciless end has finally come to David Wagner at Schalke. Honestly, I don't know why they they, they couldn't have just done this last month when the season ended. Cause yeah, we kind of saw this coming real yeah. fast. It, it was coming. I mean, all the all the things were lining up for him to for his dismissal, and you know, it. it I, I guess the selfish part of me and the the culture part of me is glad that our boy Wes McKinney could get out in time yeah. and make a huge move. Yeah. Uh, He's making big boy moves to events and everything. So, I mean, his time's coming, in, and you hate to see it because Schalke, I mean, I've said this in other episodes before, what they got going on, like, on, you know, academy level and everything like that, they're good in that stance or whatever, but at the end of the day, if you're not putting results out and you get blasted, you know, like on a JV level. Um, yeah. I mean, then, that, that first game of the season against Bayern, I was like, ooh, like, this might not be good. Yeah, I just wish there was a, a football team in the city of Atlanta that would take note and would follow suit. We've we've been off for a couple of weeks, so we so we have a chance to really get on that. And you know, right now with the, hey, there's a lot of football teams in the city of Atlanta. You know, I'm, I I could be talking about Pop Warner. You know what I'm saying? I could be talking about, could be talking about East Lake. Exactly. You know, I'm talking about you know, hey, they playing football on the high school level. Some of these coaches not. Practicing COVID protocol, hey, he might get that. Hey, even the Titans are are practicing uh, protocol right now. So, I mean, it's 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 hitting it's hitting everybody right now, and shocker, we're all we're, we're all still playing. Uh, shocker, it it makes no sense to me at this point. I'm, I I think especially with all the hits that have come this past week, like Notre Dame, the uh, Titans, um. Of course, we, we missed a couple of weeks ago with uh, Tijuana. They had like 30 cases of yeah. uh, like, bro. And you guys are just still playing. Like, I don't know if it just – are we just that oblivious to what's going on to where it's like, hey, no, we'll, we'll just put off a couple of days, put some Robitussin on it. We'll be good to go. No, I mean, I, I, I definitely think this time period has definitely shown – our Americans and our true arrogant ways and how we're entitled to doing any and everything. We're entitled to have live sports played in front of us and this now, whatever we're entitled to that. And so I think you that's want to us. that striking is just, you know, if you see one team doing it, you, then you're like, Oh yeah, see, they're doing it. They can, we, if they can do it, we can do it. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just that trickle down effect. I, I've y'all know I've been more on the conservative side with this, and I've always said it. You know, the only way this is going to work in any competition, any level, is bubble. Yeah, but like, you know what's, what's crazy? Because uh, I saw Stanley, wait, for, for, we forgot the Stanley Cup playoffs were on. I I definitely lost track of that. Because <laughs> they 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 kept their rest up in Canada. They said, "Hey, <laughs> y'all, y'all fight over." Lemon pepper blue wings on your own, like, but they, but they, they bubbled. Yeah. So you know, I think little to no uh, cases or anything. Same thing with uh, no cases. You know, NBA's still going NBA, good. NBA, we've seen that as well. But yeah, like you see with NFL, they had cases. Major League Baseball, they had major cases. I mean, MLS had major cases. So it's just like, unless you bubble. It's nothing but trouble, trouble. Oh, I think we got, yeah, we got, we got a T-shirt in there somewhere. 
Yeah, yeah. Bubble trouble. Bubble yeah. trouble. <laughs> but no, yeah. like it, 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 it's and it says a whole lot because like uh, even like UFC, like they went all the way that like, they like built like their own island and shit for uh, for their fights. And Dana White, who's like one of forty five's homies and everything, he, he was like, "Yeah, if y'all want to do this, y'all need to be in the bubble. Like, there's really no way around this shit." And so, for him to say it says a whole lot. And I get it, you know, you're you're taking players away from their families. I get it, but at the same time, you gotta, you either gotta do. Option A or option B. And if you're going to do option A that, that involves you playing, you need to figure out whatever bubble scenario that you can. Otherwise, you're just putting yourselves at danger of obviously putting your players at risk, putting their families at risk, and and then also putting your games at, at risk as well. Because once they once you start putting off games, you got to worry about how to reschedule them and when you're going to reschedule them. And like I think like with some baseball teams, like they, they ended up saying, hey, we can't make these up. Like we're just stuck. Here, here's the thing that I was really thinking about. I was watching Sports Center this past weekend. And I saw like the highlights and they were showing, you know, New York Jets and New York Giants, football giants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> giants. I'm just gonna <laughs> but they're, you know, they're playing in front of fans and things. And I'm like, I'm really thinking, I'm like, how much it would suck. That if you got COVID from watching a shitty ass team play, <laughs> like not only did you watch a sorry ass game, but then you get COVID off of it. Like I, I, I risk, I risk my life for this bum ass team. I risk my, I risk my life for the Jets. Like you know how bad that is, man. <laughs> like, like no, no, I, I don't mm-hmm. get that. And I mean, I'm sure there's people who have, you know. A wide spectrum that's different than than what I'm feeling right now, but I I'm not ready to take that 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 risk of going to you know a game just to see some sorry ass Falcons or sorry ass Lane United play. Who man United? Yeah. We ain't talking about them. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not wearing I'm wearing black, but it looks like so, yeah. Let's, let's talk about this. Is, is, is that is that a Montreal? We. <laughs> uh, shouts out to the kits that we're wearing today. Both teams we're wearing have black coaches. Aha. Aha. Culture supporting black coaches, uh, black coaches. So obviously we got Henri, Thierry Henri coaching Montreal up there. And shouts out to my man, Shaka Daly, head coach of Michigan. Bless me yeah. with the big blue. Um, yeah. Um, had to, especially the keeper kit as well too. So we had to, we had to rep for the black coaches tonight. Indeed, indeed, man. But yeah, man, let's uh, let's. I can't really go into MLS right now. I said like, why? No, let's talk, the we were talking German. We were talking Germany. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's let's talk about a lot of our, you know, our national pride that's going on over in Germany and Europe overall, and. You yeah, know? yeah. Like it seems like like every couple of weeks now we we got uh, an American player making big moves. Like uh, the next one on the list is uh, Sergino Dest uh, making a big move from Ajax to Barcelona. Like, Woo! never heard that team. That's what? a small team. Small team, right? Bruh. Like, first of all, first of all, I think just the fact that because 
for the most part, Spanish clubs have really given American players no love at all. Granted, Dest really grew up in the Dutch system, but still he's American. And so the fact that, you know, they take, obviously with the, with the relationship between Ajax and, and Barcelona, it definitely makes them, you know, a guy that they would, would feel that would fit within their system. And I think it's a great move. Um, I'm a little worried only because of where Barcelona is right now. And if if the pressure to succeed while Mad Messi is on, on the rampage, like I don't want him to get shitted on just because of shit that's really out of his control. That's really my only worry there. But just the fact of him being at Barcelona, you know, of course he can play left back or right back. He's he's uh able to play uh either fullback position. Like I think that he's if everything goes well, that can go really well for him. I mean, I think um you gotta play the long game on this one. It's a marathon on this one. And what I mean yeah. by that, I, I don't have the expectations of him being, you know, the the constant top eleven. Um and I think even more so what we're really looking at is not to say a project, but you're looking at the the fact of the level of he's playing in Spain. He's playing mm-hmm. at, you know, arguably, you know, one the most historic club, obviously, in Spain. And um to be going up against some of the world's top strikers, you know, like theoretically he could be Marcus Suarez and you know, Dio Costa. Like, I mean, to be battling that and getting prepared for that and being around you know, his team at that talent level and to be yeah. playing in front of fans at that type of level, what that would do for, let's just say he's there for two, three years. Mm. Two, three years, maybe he gets, you know, let's say, you know, 15 to 20, 20 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be huge as far as confidence, what he's experienced, what he's been exposed to coaching techniques, player techniques. I mean, like, and so whatever club he goes to next is really going to reap the benefit. That's how I'm looking at it. And then what he brings back to our national team. Oh, wow. Yeah. Think about that poise he would have. Because then you ain't tripping if you were in Trinidad and Tobago. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, you take care of business. You, like, do your right, real right, life right. on a regular. You ain't letting Bur- Burr and Serena get in your way. It's like, you know, we, we win in this shit. <laughs> right, right. But no, shouts out to Des. Like, that's a big move. Big, big props to him. I mean, there's there's always going to be, you know, when you're the first to do something, there's going to be more eyes and more expectations type of thing that's really going to, you know, look and at The thing like- about that is that he's not even the only American there because, like, they've had um, an American player right. uh, in the academy um, ranks for a while, like Conrad uh, De La Fuente. I think yep. he just, I think like he's either on the verge of of uh, bringing this to first team, or like he, I know he's been getting some uh, first team looks in preseason. And um, uh, I say it's a fair chance he does get his debut uh, this season. And you know, like, like all this considered, like you look at like where like our national team is, like we could easily be on the verge of like our golden generation. You could like, like even more golden than, than the fake gold that was there last day, de- last uh, decade with Dempsey and Donovan and, and Bradley and everything. Like, this could actually be real gold. Like you got, you got top players at top clubs who are getting action and getting burned. Like it's not just a case of like where 
compared to like 10 years ago when you had uh, our boy Gucciano Yehu, Yehu at, um, at AC Milan. Of course, b- before he tore his knee up, it wasn't like the plan was really to play him or anything. Like it was just, you know, he was more supplemental than anything. How dare you disrespect Rostam Breck like that, man? <laughs> he couldn't do it on the cold night in Stoke. He couldn't do it. <laughs> How dare you disrespect? But but he could score on United and 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 inside the bins and that's that, that, that hurt that hurt man. He took he took his, Ross, the, right. the locks are gone. I'm like damn, like it just turned to a whole new person, man. I mean, you had Brett Shea. You had, of course you had Dempsey at Fulham, and you know you had Tim Howard at, at Man United for that yeah. short stint. Um, I mean, and you definitely had like you know, look at Reina's Gio Reina's dad. Claudio Reyna, back when he was like Rangers and everything. Like, I mean, like, there's been those those huge, those not huge. They, those been those players that you know here and there. Yeah, you know, yeah But like, just like at Germany alone, and the influence of American players there. You know, absolutely. obviously Reyna, you got Tyler Adams. Did have Wes McKinney. Um, you know, who am I missing, Greg? Um, you know, oh, John Brooks, Timothy yep. Chandler. You know, I mean, like, all these players are not only are they on those teams, but they're playing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, especially Tyler Adams, like, of course, he's we're a big fan of his on the show, but like, that man's a major contributor. Yeah, and so, absolutely. Um, it, it's you like, are they're, they're, they're money when when he he plays. So yeah, right. I, I you you bring up a good argument, a good case about this generation that we have, and it's young. And they're young. I mean, they're super young right now. Um. And so it's going to be interesting to see how these next five years kind of pan out with this this group and, you know, if they're going to be regular contributors to those big-time teams. And, of course, it's going to be how does that gel together for the national team. Um, it's, it's, and that's a weird thing because, like, all things considered, like, we have really yet to see all of them together at the okay. same time. It's always been, like, a couple guys here – Couple guys are out injured. Few guys here pull a six out. Like it's it's really rarely ever been like everyone all together in form all at the same time. Like hopefully, whenever we finally get back to playing um, some national team games, kind of like qualifiers got pushed back out again to like next year. Um, like by the time that we finally get back out there, you'll have players who have you know been well integrated into their club. Um, uh, into their club situations, they know where they stand, they know where they're going, and they can, like you said, that like you can translate all that to and bring that to the national team. Like, hopefully, it all works out. I just hope you know, Burhalter doesn't screw this up like he's done everything else, <laughs> you know. Like, but, we'll, you know, it again, shout out to Des making moves, making them money move. What was it what 25 mil somewhere in that 20 about 30 mil? Somewhere around there, yeah, about twenty. Because like, and um, and then also, uh, your boy uh, Stefan, um, he made his debut with uh with Man City last week. Uh, got them um a victory. Of course, they got. Of course, they brought um, uh, uh Ederson uh, back back on uh, on Sunday, and they got smoked by Leicester. I was, I was thinking, gonna say, I'm gonna say, this past week, man, there was some good upsets going on. Yeah, 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 two, yeah. five to two, five to two, first yeah. time. Giving up five goals as a coach, mm. damn that sucks. Sorry. Oh well. <laughs> and they lost. Byron lost. Like yo, all things considered, 
I did not see Byron lose at all this season. No, I, I yeah, I, that machine that they got, like Byron is scary good, and so yeah. you know, really, we're going to be looking back at this and we're going to laugh and just like, ah, I remember that that weekend. Remember that time they lost? It yeah. was like one game. This yeah. Is, this is, and they just beat everybody else after that. Like, you know, that might be the case, but yeah, just the fact that they lost, period, given the number of because not only do you have players at the top of the game, you have both you have experience, you have youth, you have strength, you have power. They got brother. Brothers getting black as Brothers getting black as hell. And in some way, Alfonso Davies. I mean, like, come on now. Even got uh, we got another American near uh, Chris Richards. He's uh, breaking in um, at a, a center back. Like I, I would have thought, I would have never said this. But I might have to get me a Byron jersey. One of these. Days, I know. You know it's black, it's black I'm and like, I mean, with the the shocker statements about like you know if I'm going to be jumping ship and everything. Trust me, oh, man. I I was like, ooh, it's easy to go to that Byron side, but I can't. Do yeah. That. Can't do it. I already, I already, it, support, it, I already support one big club. I can't do two big clubs. <laughs> right, right. Can't right. do that. Yeah. I, I like the universe won't allow that. There's some. I think there's a man law on that. Some man law on that. I think. I mean, people do it over here all the time. Like, like I, I got one homie that like he does the Yankees, the Lakers, the Niners, and uh, I don't think he does hockey, but yeah, like. Like we do it all the time over here, so like oh yeah, we do. I mean, but like it, I think with soccer, it's, it's always different because it's like you don't want to just feel like you know you just front running on everything. But you know, like I said, like you 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 see, you see the blackness come up, come through. You're like, hmm, I see it. Mm. <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to resist that. It's hard to. Yeah, I was hoping TK was going to be here because, like, speaking of blackness, like they I, they finally started to address their keeper issues. Um, and um, but uh, Mindy from I forgot hey, Senegal, we got the Senegalese represent. Like, how many? How many is Mindy just a common name? Because I'm like, I feel like there's like, like ten different Mindy's or something. <laughs> there's about ten Mindy's on Man City alone, I think. Right. <laughs> But no, like uh, they just bought uh, Edouard Mendy from uh, Ren, uh, French Club uh, uh, Ren. And um, yeah, like, because all I know is Keppa is is trash. Keppa's going to kill them. Keppa's going to kill them. Okay. I mean, let me me say that back. I never want to disrespect GKU, the goalkeeper union like that. Keppa, you got to check them, though. The reason why. You get these harsh reactions when people are critiquing Kemba is because he's the most expensive keeper. I mean, like, I, I knew he was the most expensive keeper. I didn't realize he had such a long contract with Chelsea, and it's like, oh, y'all might have to eat this for a minute. It, it, that was it was a bad deal. It was a bad deal. Um, and so, you know, when you're when your title is the most expensive keeper, you're going to live up to some expectation and. Yeah. He hasn't done that. Um, there's plenty of other keepers that are more rewarding of that. Um, so, oh well, sorry. I hate that it sucked. it's happening in Chelsea. Oh well. But <laughs> it is good to see. You know, obviously, Chelsea has always had a good reputation of, you know, having great black players. 
Mm-hmm. But they might not have great fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it, it's good to see that you know they're taking the steps mm-hmm. with Mindy. Uh, hopefully, he has a good stint with them. I, I do want to see him do well there, even if it's against you know, you know, our United squad. Just um, you know, just just remember to suck against United and we're good. That's all. Just twice a year, you just gotta suck against yeah. and we're good. Throw, throw, throw in an occasional Crystal Whatever. Palace loss, you know, hey, we're good. Ties, you know, yeah, yeah. Just lose against you know Crystal Palace and Wolves every so often. Hey, we're good. <laughs> Look at Crystal Palace, like, God, they have a black squad, too. Like, I mean, <laughs> Crystal Palace got the brothers on the team, too. Word, word, word. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that. We got we got a lot, little bit more to talk about in the second half of the show. You know, we're going to bring bring up uh, TK on the ones and twos and uh, pay a quick bill. And, yeah, we'll be right back. And we are back. TK, what's up? How's everyone doing? How's everyone doing? Hopefully you're doing better than Kepler. <laughs> Low blow. No, it's all right, man. Uh, he'll survive that. Our new goalkeeper, Mindy. Shout out. Looking good. Yeah, he, he, uh, he did all right uh, the other day against Spurs. Like I said, you know, he had to go to the bathroom or anything. So, you know, that's all. Yeah. Good, good <laughs> it wasn't a tire situation. You guys and your dad. <laughs> no! Come on, Tony. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, of course, we were off last week. Um, we, uh, we finally dropped pro episodes. Like, we, like, I don't know what we're going to have. I'm not sure what I'm going to have to do. My, what's my new inside joke going to be? Because, like, we finally did a, a pro episode. And, you know, of course, we took conversation to Twitter, got real busy on Sunday, and um, you know it's it's very interesting, you know, to to see. Obviously, there's a lot of passion behind, especially with the people who want pro rail, and it's almost it's almost to a detriment, I think, at sometimes because you got some people who are just so overzealous they can't see the forest for the trees, and and realize that like I mentioned in, in the episode, I think that there's a lot of, of um, middle ground to be had between what we do here already and what's done overseas and to say, hey, how are we going to make this all work? And you know, it's, it's very interesting to just you know, get tied up in that conversation. Some people are like, I didn't sign up for this. I'm like, hey, you know, some people just get get mad, passionate, and everything, and, and I get that shit. But um, that was uh definitely interesting. But the cool thing that uh, that actually happened recently is we actually got nominated for an award. Like people mm. people notice us and shit. They be thinking about us. It's nice. Uh, it's a you know it's a, we we appreciate those things. Just to go ahead, first and foremost, tell me a little bit about it, Gregor. Yeah, we got nominated for uh, 
best sports podcast by the Black Podcasting Awards. Um, you know, I think, of course, as the podcasting era has kind of boomed, obviously a lot of Black voices have come, come up and someone said, hey, like we should we should recognize, you know, the podcast for what they're doing and, you know, give out awards and everything. And um, uh, our episode with uh, with Lawrence um, back in June, um, that was uh, the episode that kind of got us over the hump and, you know, got us uh, nominated, of course. Granted, we didn't win. You know, we lost to Dakeel Spikes and behind the mask. I'm like, you know, it's a lot of people who lose to Dakeel to Spikes. Like, I, I get it. Hey, no star losers around here, man. Just being nominated is an honor. So to be held, uh, you know, amongst uh, considered from other black voices, just is an honor in itself. So, you know, we're just going to put our nose down and keep with the grinding. Yeah, I mean, like it, it was, um, you know, definitely a cool experience. I, I watched the uh, the award show on Sunday night. And uh, like, of course, you don't really think about it. Like when it happens, but then like, of course, your your category comes up and all of a sudden, you know, hearts started got a race from real quick. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, you know, it's like we're up, and I'm like, mm-hmm. like "What if we win?" Like, do, like, do, like, of course they didn't have. I will say, like, do we give like a speech or anything? Like, I don't know what ha- was supposed to happen here. <laughs> and, um, How are we supposed to act? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it was, um, yeah, def- uh, definitely cool to see. You know, shout out to, um, uh, uh, I think her name was uh, Georgie. She's the organizer of the award show. Shout out to. Uh, behind the mask and um, uh, from winning and, you know, shout out to everybody that was nominated um, in uh, all of their categories. Um, If you want more information on this, uh, go to blackpodcastingawards.com. And uh, yeah, you know, um, of course, from what they say, you know, that we're going to keep doing this. So, you know, we'll be back at it next year. I'm going to keep on cracking out good shit and, uh, Getting good feedback from you guys and and uh, keep this thing going. Matter of fact, I got some I got some viewer, some listener comments and all that good jazz, man. Like, you tell this will be good. I'd like to know. Yes, uh, got some off of uh, Twitter from Kepsi at Kepsi, and uh, love to FTC UTD after after checking out episode ninety two. That was the one with uh, Tucson. Uh, pleasure to hear three guys with their heads on straight. Twos should not be afraid to podcast. Glad to hear the soccer in the streets greats was not in my head to the soccer and, and basketball crossovers. Celebrating what's been celebrating what's next. You know, thank you for that. Uh, there was actually one that uh, I got on on uh, Instagram um, like a week or two ago. Let me see if I can pull that one up real quick. Speaking this one was this one was actually up. This one was actually pretty funny when um when I saw it, because it's um it's by one of our homeboys uh, here in Atlanta. Like he's been fucking with us for a minute, but it, apparently he had never listen, actually listened to the to the podcast. So it's like it was like what? Like he's 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 ordered merch and everything. So so yeah, this is from uh, Jared Hayes. Uh, he was talking about I got to come clean. I started about started uh, podcast maybe a month ago. I started from the very beginning, and now I'm on the episode with uh, with Reggie uh, on the Footy Mop uh, Capo. Um, thoroughly enjoying it. Hell, I thought that episode had me in tears remembering the feeling in the building for MLS Cup. Such a great day, such a great feeling. The podcast has laughing out loud at work. 
feeling as if I'm at the barbershop, learning, joking, and laughing. Forgive my tardiness, but thank you for one of the best enlightening pods I follow. Stay amazing. And once all this shit is over, we hope to be all reach all and chop it up. Little does Jared know, I I think he and I met at the home opener this season. He probably didn't realize it was me, but I knew it was him because he's like he's about like six six and he looks like I, I always choke choke with him like look like Black Hagrid. And like you can't miss this dude. Like there's no way in the world. But um but yeah I definitely uh thank you guys for for the love. Of course get, keep uh, giving us your feedback on socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, let us know what you think. Also on the YouTube channel, you know, we're going to keep this thing rolling. And then there is one more thing before we um, hit up two up and two down. The athletic article um, by Felipe Cardenas uh, that finally dropped. It finally dropped. I say, hold on, let me make sure Tony is up in here for this. Like, you, you say, you ready for this, Tony? I'm up in this piece, baby. I'm always up in this piece. <laughs> All right. And um, so, of course, like we've been hyping this up since about like we did this. We actually did the interviews like back in uh, June, right? It was June, yeah, because it was after it was right after Sicario, uh, yeah, was uh, killed, and so. Yeah. And um, obviously, like you had almost had, like half the guys that, that were interviewed were FTC. You had me in there, Tony in there, Vera in there. I also had a uh, uh, Curtis with a uh, uh, with Footy Mob, and also um, one of your guys, uh, Coach Abdul Abdul Bangora. Yeah, tell us about that by him real quick. Yeah, so uh, Abdul Bangora, he's a coach with us in Soccer Streets. Uh, he, he coaches. He's a technical director for us. Uh, Clarkson FC. Um, he's originally from Sierra Leone. He has an amazing story to tell as far as like his journey within soccer. Um, he's played professionally uh, in various countries here. Uh, a lot of people here locally in Atlanta know him because he played for Atlanta Silverbacks for, for a quick stint. Um, but um, yeah, it, his, his journey is one that will humble you. Um, and so when it came to you know, when they reached out to us and they were talking about, you know, the soccer community here in Atlanta, I wanted to make sure that there were facets, all facets were identified. And, you know, I even spoke to a of the Caribbean culture in my interview. That was a highlight in the article, but a big influence for me in Atlanta as far as my soccer development was the Caribbean culture in Atlanta, um, specifically in the cab area like Stone Mountain area where, you know, it's a huge Jamaican influence. And so I wanted to make sure that, you know, the immigrant and the refugee aspect of Atlanta was highlighted as far as how soccer came to be in the, um, if, cause if it weren't for that, we would not be at this, at this stage. Not even a question. So, yeah. Abdul, he's a, he's a great guy, great person, great human. And, He's got a kid on the way. His third, I think, his third kid on the way. So, <laughs> he's got a lot of coaching to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, what, what were your thoughts on the on the article, uh, TK? Honestly, it was a beautiful thing, man. I uh, it's just uh, uh, it's just great to be in uh, you guys' company. 
Um, humbled to have you know that opportunity to have uh, guys from for the culture highlighted um, with the athletic. You know that's it's just good to see them highlight Atlanta soccer and moving things forward. Um, unfortunately, I only got to read a little stint of the the articles on the on the preview. I don't have a subscription myself to the athletic. And Greg, yeah, actually like, got a pretty good deal right now. So they, I think they have like something like like a dollar a month. Dollar. Like yeah, yeah. I, I know it's ridiculous. Uh, she's, she's like, L, I'll say, L's getting all the money right now. Like I, I got shit. <laughs> but no, it's just um, you know, like to to have the uh, to see your your peers. And you know, people that you chop it up with on on like a kind of daily, it's it's just it's nice. It's it's humbling. It's, it's just congratulatory to you know you guys, Vera, and all the other guys in the community and gals, um, to you know who, who were in that interview and highlighted, um, you know, did Atlanta proud. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, th- I think that for the most part, you know, the perspectives that 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 were put out in the article were definitely good. Um, like Tony said, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, was left out that I think could have added even more. There was one thing that kind of, you know, um, that kind of got me a little bit because people were kind of coming at, uh, us and me specifically sideways, um, just in how, um, people were thinking that we were looking at it as if there aren't any existing, um, any current black voices out there in soccer media? Uh, when I mentioned uh, Moadu, uh, Kobe Jones, and and um, and uh, Charlie Davies, and yeah, like I was like, I'm talking about TV, you know, like on TV you don't really see a lot of us. Granted, and on top of that, we're talking about like back two years ago when the podcast first started. You know, back then it really was not a lot of us doing podcasts. I think it was like just us and uh, our homies, uh, uh, shirtless plantains. I think that was pretty much it. And like that, the the atmosphere is in the environment has grown exponentially. You have guys like banter pub, uh, chop soccer. You have our guys where we see 93, like you have all these outlets now that are, they're expanding, on that conversation and the intersection of black culture and soccer to where, you know, it's, it's, it's relatively healthy now. Of course, it can always improve. You know, we always want to, you know, give love to, uh, you know, everyone in that environment. Cause first and foremost, we like most of us all know each other, especially at this point. Cause I, I, I know at least, especially with me um, uh, on the social media account, like I try to reach out to everybody and, you know, some people know they do their own thing and that's cool. But at the same time, I feel like us working together and, and, uh, you know, fellowshipping only helps out the, the big picture goals, at least I think, but, um, you know, we're definitely appreciative of, of Felipe, uh, for taking the time to talk to us. Ali putting that up, that, uh, that article out there again, if you haven't, um, done so already, it's on the athletic.com in their soccer section, but yeah, it's definitely a good piece. And, um, we, uh, we definitely recommend it. Um, yeah, I really have much of an update as far as FTCUTD.myshopify.com. Everybody with name set orders, that shit is on the way. If you haven't already received it and, um, keep making your orders. I think we are all finally up to date. It's been a long ass summer getting a lot of stuff straightened out on, on that side, but yes, we are back up and running. And, uh, so 
whether it's shirts, hoodies, name sets, hats, ftcutd.myshopify.com. Get at that shit. Um, and yeah. Uh, Speaking of uh, shirts and dropping funds, are you, I mean, like, are you prepared and set for the Nigeria? I already got my, uh, my I got to be a wager. I got to be a wager. I think I think we're gonna to have to be prepared, Grego. That like this is probably gonna be a good like six to eight weeks, but we're just not gonna get orders because everybody's just like, here, Nike, take my. <laughs> like we gotta get the jersey first. Once we get the jersey first, then we can. But when get, they we get, get the jersey, then you come holler at us to put the names <laughs> on that. Yeah, you know. Uh, like we had a I remember we had a similar conversation just like that on Twitter a couple weeks ago. Uh, someone was saying like you know they want they wanted to order a name set, but they uh they didn't have the jersey. I was like yeah, go ahead and get the jersey first. If your if your money's slim, you know we we are patient people. Go ahead take care of your jersey first. Make sure you at least have that because you know some of these jerseys they don't last that long before they they're gone. Because that's why, like, as soon as soon as like it was ten eleven when I got the notification about the Nigeria jerseys. Uh, oh, by 10, 13, I had that shit. So, yeah, make sure that, you know, if you got to pick one, we got we got no problem you picking your jersey first. And like I said, we're here. We're waiting for you. FTCUTD.myshopify.com. We got you. But, Some um, say the economy is struggling. Mm-mm. Yeah, you yeah. just drop kits. Oh! <laughs> yeah, man. Like, it's... uh. <laughs> I'm I'm still looking at um at the track pants too. I'm like, man, that looks all the way kind of good right now. I'm like, mm. but uh, I, I said one 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 thing at a time, and um, you know, get all that, all that stuff done. Uh, let's uh hop up and uh two up and two down, man. What you got, coach? All right, um, you know, if y'all been listening to me in the last however many months, I've been staying positive with the two up two downs and everything, but. I am going to say it down. What? Tom, Tom, Tom. Breonna Taylor. It, yeah. It, I think we all know. Um, it, it's not really much to uh, to really have to say for us because if you're listening to this podcast and you're already kind of, if you know, you know type of thing. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, not that I had my hopes up knowing how like we knew what was going to happen but still it's just one of those harsh start realities and then on top of that you know RBG passing away it's just like damn like one hit after another it's just it's like we know that like November is going to be a hard hard time and just like it, the the state of the United States is uh it's it's not a it's not a good look right now. And so after Brianna um the decision with the one police officer with the one police officer just the and, one and, and, and just and just for shooting outside the crib like right yeah the hell so I mean that that's the down then you got assholes raising money for old boy little white boy was shot up in uh Kenosha mm-hmm I'm hearing that they got five hundred thousand raised for him. 
it's amazing like, to me like, how many people just really just condone that kind of shit and just say, hey, not only are we okay with it, we will support you and make sure that you are exonerated of all uh-huh. that shit. Like, that that right. just like the the lack of humanity there is honestly appalling and it's it's a it's a very sobering reminder of the black experience here in this country where a lot of cause a lot of people just think that you know hey we're free we have rights I'm like it's because we have rights doesn't mean that they're equitable right equitable rights to where it's okay to just get shot and nobody gets held responsible for that shit like it's it's wild yeah um so yeah i I mean i had to lead with that i know it's a a hard one to lead with um and then my other down is annie bellum i was disappointed in that very disappointed Mm. in my girl janelle um like i saw it paid for it it was very disappointed you know of course you had the the representation as far as these horror films go with you know us and um you know get out but uh didn't not, do it for gonna you. Spoil anything. not gonna spoil anything but i was very disappointed um mm-hmm. it had so much potential so much potential all right so those are my two downs okay we're gonna rise up i'm not even gonna mention a team that uses that phrase rise up <laughs> Because uh, we're moving on the positive vibes, we're gonna keep it positive now. Um, you know, it was it was it, it's so funny. Like you never know about these national so and so days, and you know, you find out it's National Donut Day or it's National Coffee Day, just randomly and stuff. And it's just, you're like, oh, okay, cool. All right, like how my donut real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that's how it was for National Daughters Day, and I was like, "Oh, that's the thing. Oh, all right." So it was funny. I just had to go through my favorites. Like, yep, yep, yep. There you go. Love my daughter. Y'all know I'm an absolute like I'm a daddy. You know, I got I, I'm all about my daughter and everything like that. So you know, had to celebrate her. I know last podcast I was on, I celebrated my dad. Got to celebrate my, my daughter right now. Got her on fall break this week, so looking to have a good time with her this week at the at the lake house with my old coaching buddy. Um, so that's good. And then the last uh, up I have is shout out to HBCUs. If shit has been bad for twenty twenty for everybody else, HBCUs for twenty twenty are on the rise. Yeah, yeah. The stock is rising for HBCUs, and so Deion Sanders coming through with Jackson State. Come through with styles, just as Coach Prime would do. Love that he's already flipping recruits. He's got the bomb ass coaching staff. I mean, like, you'd be crazy not to consider Jackson State as a threat because yeah. what he's got going on in his coffers right now, he's going to mess with somebody. He's going to mess with the SEC. I tell you that. He's going to shake some pages. But you know what though? But but uh, on that note, those that's the stuff you gotta watch out for because you know how it always is. A program gets on the rise, and then it like, and then the powers that be is like, "Hey man, you know, why are you why are you messing up my pot, dude? Stop! My bad, my bad. Stop. My bad. Okay, this is my, my up. Do stay not get that crinkle. 
All right, man. Cast those demons away. <laughs> Smite the almighty Smite. Gosh. Man, this is my up, all right? Damn it. It is a up. It's absolutely <laughs> up. All right. And then Noah uh, Bowden from uh, New York, he committed a grand mistake. He was a top quarterback coming out of New York and everything. Um, I think like Arizona State and Baylor were looking at him too or whatever. So he decided to go to Grambling State. So HBCUs, I'm loving that people are actually considering like them as a premier top institution because it's always been in my family as a top institution to go to HBCU. It's good to see that, you know, on almost a, um, you know, society level where that's now starting to be an acceptable thing. So those are my two. And shout out to uh, Jackson State Marching Man, the Sonic Boom. Like, I never got put under them like that, you know, be on the East Coast and everything. But since being down here and learning about, you know, more of the other, like, Southwest, like, uh, the SWAT schools and everything. Yeah. The Sonic Boom is that shit. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That 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 shit's real, and um, I I I do have I do have one quick thing about Jackson State, especially with the football team. Prime gonna have to watch uh, his woman to get with them players because for all for y'all who don't know, uh, he's dating uh, babyface ex wife uh, Tracy Edmonds. She Ooh. fine. She big fine. Never heard of her. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, me and babyface share the same legal name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about him. And um, I'm like, yeah, he, he might want to watch it because somebody's going to try to shoot that shot because I'm like, like I said, she big fine. She big fine. Like, so. Can we be entangled? <laughs> yeah. Entanglement, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, like, I, I'm I'm more than thrilled to you know, see how this develops. And so hope, hopefully this only – grows from here you know more more coaches consider hbcus more talent um prospects and recruits consider hbcus because you know if if you're good the if, if your goal is the pros if you're good the scouts will notice you the teams will notice you it's, it's no big thing so people have access nowadays so that that's no thing but um tk hit it um i should be uh let's start with an up on I don't want to be negative this week. I had a rough day today, but I want to be positive. So um just celebrating my uh my daughter's three months here in our lives. It's uh just, you know, I can't say much more, man. It's just beautiful. Like um seeing her grow. Yeah, you, like you she's out got the picture on um on Facebook. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, I'm, I'm just nice. with my shits. So um, I, I try to, you know, that, that three months is good. And, you know, I don't want to subject my daughter to everyone's fucking opinion on Facebook, even if it isn't, you know, like the Gerber baby thing. Uh, curb, curvy enthusiasm. I appreciate <laughs> the love, but I ain't trying to, you know, because people at the end of the day, for unfortunately for women, they get judged on their looks for the majority of their lives. And I don't want to subject her to that more s- sooner than I have to. But she cute so, though. 
But she cute though. She's I appreciate the love. Um, so yeah, man, just you know, happy to have a daughter and be, uh, be able to celebrate National Daughters Day. That was cool. Jumped on the chair for that one. I was much like Tony. I was just like, oh, this is a thing. <laughs> edit this post, and now I got a hashtag in there. So hello. Um, but other than that, man, just um, the train is just uh, moving forward, man. Train is moving forward. Trying to trying to buy a house, but we'll, we'll see how we, we get down on that. And I'm uh, looking forward to seeing uh, all my my fellow friends and family, associates, amigos. Get out there and vote, folks. That's all I want. Get out there and vote. Yeah, like of course we're, we're recording this during, during a debate, so we'll catch the highlights and everything when we when we get done with all this madness and everything. But uh, oh, there's gonna be some highlights. There's gonna be some low lights. Low lights. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, let's do guys. But uh, yeah, let's um um <clears throat> give you all a quick down real quick um for our West Indian homies. Uh Trinidad Carnival got canceled, like straight up canceled. I got I got uh I got a special homegirl Tracy that like carnivals is what she does and <clears throat> You know, so to hear that news and, you know, everybody that that takes part of that culture, um, you know, whether it's here or overseas, like that's that's a big blow. Of course, you know, Carnival has been getting knocked out left and right, but it is a way said like, no, we can't do it, especially considering the amount of people who actually come into Trinidad and Tobago for Carnival. You know, that's that's a big hit to their local economy economy. And, um, you know, that's 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 a big blow. Um, and, um, and also on that, on that, uh, Trinidad Tobago, I, I saw that FIFA suspended, the uh, the TNT soccer federation, um, because Trinidad Tobago actually sued FIFA because, uh, they take, they took over their, their federation and but won't let them get it back. Cause for those of y'all who don't know, Trinidad Tobago is like the home of, Jack Warner, one of the guys who were busted in the big FIFA um, investigation, and like, in in relative terms, it's kind of why Concacaf is the way it is now, where it's all just janky and just kind of disjointed and everything. A lot of that happened under his watch, um, him and Chuck Blazer, who was uh, um, with the U.S. and everything, and uh, so that that's that's. You no, know, FIFA can be real next time, so that's that's just messed up. And hopefully, um, TNT can get back get back up and running. Um, another down is Tory Lane's new album, which is basically like, how can I put this? Remember that book that OJ did? It's like I didn't do it, but if I did, <laughs> that's how this shit sounds. It's like had the had the album is just like I ain't do it, but I really did do it, and it's like, bruh, like stick to your story, man. And like, because I didn't realize like he's Canadian, so like a lot of this shit's basically like getting him like sent back to Canada. And I'm probably I'm pretty sure they'll probably look at him like you come back here, dog. Like, nah, you can find somewhere else, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's uh, that's that album was just a hot mess. Is that all right? So real quick. Rapid fire. What have you been listening to? Other than Tory Lanez, what's something you've been listening to? Stormzy. Mm. You said Stormzy? 
Stormzy. I'll be on that. Are right, you been on Stormzy? I think, I, I think I've heard one song on Stormzy. I haven't listened to the whole album yet. What you been listening to? Real quick, rapid fire, man. What you been listening um, to? I really like it's been more podcasts like this week. So I'm like, I, I like ever since the podcast in the world. Hey, I'm I'm getting put on the more shit because that's actually my 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 first up is to you know I say just thank thank everyone involved with the Black Podcasting Awards for nominating us and seeing our star quality and everything. Um, All right, then Tony, you turn. What about you? Still, what you listen to? I'm still bumping Burner Boy, man. I've been bumping Burner Boy on repeat like crazy. Mm. So, folks, should we do more rapid fires? Make a whole twenty minute session. You stupid. But uh, but no, like I, I, I didn't get you. Like, what did you um uh think about the nomination, Tony? Oh, I mean, like the fact that we lost a no neck to Kale Spikes. I mean, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I, I'm not mad, you know. But it's always great to be nominated. I mean that that means that someone recognizes and enjoys what they're listening and hearing and recognizes that there's there's work being done. So it's only the start, it's only the beginning. Um and you know, best believe we will put some tags that say uh black podcast nominated. You know, I mean like <laughs> trust me, we're gonna put that on there. You know, back remember like back when you bought DVDs, that, that was the thing. I don't know if y'all remember that. But you know, you use these What's the Hollywood video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put those tags on there. But I mean, like it's it's great to be recognized, but we got a lot of work to do. So yeah, man, we're, ain't, we're, ain't, we're ain't, still ain't working and grinding. <laughs> the Black Podcast Award nominated for the Culture Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a lot of back. Yeah. <laughs> We know um, what Becky is not listening to. (laughs) That's hilarious. Certainly, she is not. (laughs) And then, last but not least, NBA finals start this week. (coughs) Uh, Lakers, Heat. uh, We rock. We rock with Greg. Lakers in six. Man, I, you know I don't watch NBA, guys. Don't do it. <laughs> you know this. Don't do this. I heard them talking shit about LeBron. They said it was going to be an easy easy out from, I, I don't know. Maybe the Celtics? Celtics still in it. It's game five? No. 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 Final. <laughs> Miami beat uh, Boston. And actually, oh, pretty, 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 um, pretty handily, actually. Like, Just like all right, so I, then I'm giving, <laughs> see I'm giving Miami all the respect in the world because the their run has been more than impressive, and that's why I say it's six. Because of course, so far the Lakers have been, basically been five, five, five in all their series. Has and he won with the Lakers already? Who? LeBron. Would you say what? Has he won anything with the Lakers already? No, this no, this is it's our second year. Okay, well then. I guess he's got to win it at some point. So, <laughs> I, 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 I think I think if he doesn't win this year, the Heat beat the Celtics. So, by in in that kind of world, then I want them. To win. <laughs> so, the Heat, Tony. The Heat is my answer. Let's move on. <laughs> Who you got, Tony? Right. I think Lakers in five, 
and this is the reason why. I watched that whole series with the Heat and Celtics. Jimmy was very low-key. Yeah. And Bam Adebayo, and obviously, you know, we had our boy Hero. He go, went off for that one game for 37 and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Lakers are too damn big and athletic and long. And, like, bruh, I don't see – unless the Heat – I really think the Heat are going to be determined if Jimmy goes off. That's the only way if they're going to be, like, truly competitive. Now, yes, they've been – like, Duncan Robinson – just kidding, love. Duncan might go off. Hero might go off. Bam is going to get his. But, like, other than that, it's really going to be dependent upon Jimmy. And so the Lakers, watching them this whole playoffs, because I was going for the Nuggets last series. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was going for them. I knew the Lakers were going to win, but I was going for the Nuggets. They tried. They tried. They tried. They tried. They tried. Um, but Anakin, <laughs> the Lakers are just too stacked, and they got all the right pieces, man. And it's just – I say Lakers in five, man. They they doing that five for five deal type of thing. Five, five, five. Yeah, they doing that. five. But, but, but no, it, it's it's, five, it's it, like five dollars for no. <laughs> but uh, but no, like, and I've said this pretty much like all season long. Like you know, of course, I think uh, we missed we missed it when uh when we were we were recording when the Clippers choked. Of course, Doc Rivers is gone and everything. I'm like. Hey, when you choke like that, it is what it is. But um, but yeah, like I, I've said this for pretty much all season. LA uh, LA size is why they are where they are because nobody else has their kind of size. When you have McGee, Dwight Howard, AD, like it's all there. Like you, you have to get around all those that um those bigs and still deal with LeBron. And I think actually the the biggest um positive for them actually been getting Rondo back from injury, like having someone, having another person as a ball handler beside from LeBron and given Rondo's experience. I think that's been huge. Like I think it was like game three. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he definitely was a difference maker. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. Like, He's got enough dog in him to where, yeah, like, if as long as they remain focused, this should be LA's to lose. Like, I, I, I definitely have a lot of love for um for Miami, but this is LA's to, to lose. I mean, like, <clears throat> it we are we also gotta highlight the fact that like the poetic part of it is that the same year that Kobe passes away, like. They gotta win it, man. Like, yep. they gotta uh, win it. Tony, now, uh, now the Lakers gotta win it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you need something. California's on fire. That's another one of my downs. I didn't give it down, but shit, California's on fire, and that shit is yes. devastating. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. And a million people have apparently died from COVID. Also, shit is devastating. Well, just that small, minor detail. Those things. Yeah, good news. The fire is fires out. Bad news, you still gotta deal with COVID. So yeah, that's just wow. But uh yeah, And bad news and bad news, you still gotta deal with Atlanta Falcons. Like <sighs> Hey, they are all I, 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 I don't know how these people are out here do it. I just don't know. Why are you still on that narcotic, man? I don't understand why people on that narcotics do. But money to tell y'all, man, but money to tell y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I stopped watching the bill ever since Cap. So 
And it's, and it's funny because I, I have a post from Facebook from like, from like a year ago where it says Dan Quinn is done. And I'm like, here, a year right. later. We're still waiting. Right. <laughs> still here. Still. Uh, right. He must he, he he know where the bodies are. Like, I don't know what it is, man. But um, yeah, sure. We'll get up on that and more next week on FTCUTD. Catch on the socials at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at FTC UDD. Actually, sound pretty good. I like that. And, um, you know, keep the conversation going. Connecting with you guys, make sure to subscribe to us at, on your favorite podcast apps: Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor. All of them. Get at them. Get at us. Like I said we know we, we had a good um, fun episode, man. Like again, thank thank you to the um, Black Podcast Awards for for the nomination. Thanks to Felipe Cardenas for the article. Uh, and thank you guys. You know, I said it's, it's, it's been a real trip. Uh, but yeah, until uh, next week for for Coach, for TK, for Rashad, this is Grego. The coach is real. The coach is everywhere. We'll see y'all soon, and we out. <laughs>